This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is a struggle for the survival. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. And this will be our last chance to save. Trying to free your mind, it is this feeling that has brought you to me. At last. No judge in U.S. history has ever told somebody what they can and can't say. The whole purpose of the First Amendment is to keep the government the hell out of the business of speech. Many of us have been brought to break. A lot of us here have called I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it. Something's happening, right? The world is changing every day. Civilization is weird. Time is coming. That's tricky. We stopped. Right? So Lance, uh, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you taking some of your time and uh, and, and, and coming on with me on the True Perspective. Um, I know uh, I've come across you, I think through a mutual friend, JD, um, who, who's also a hip hop artist out your way. Um, yep. But for, for, for anyone that doesn't know you, if you could just you know introduce yourself, let, let people know who you are. Okay, so I'm Lance Murdoch, AKA Double LMC. I'm a, I'm a music artist too, or have been um, for a while, not so much music anymore. Now I'm concentrating more on the podcast, which is Rise Above Live. We broadcast every Friday night, 9 p.m. GMT um, on YouTube. It's quite a visual show. We um, we try to have like, you know, not just research. It's, it's more of a talk show. We have guests, in-house DJs. We play music videos. Sometimes we have like little concerts in the studio. So we try to do stuff a little bit more diverse. Um, and this all came about, this whole podcast and the Rise Above movement all came about um, as my response to what happened in 2020. Um, I could do I could go in a whole show about that, uh, about my arrest, me speaking out against what I, what I deemed the Soviet Union takeover, yeah. you know, so um, that's what sort of brought me to prominence in the I don't like the word, but the truth for community, you know, mm. um, made a speech um, and uh, an expose about Serco, which is um, a government, a government backed company that was um, running the infrastructure for our track and trace program. I did an expose on that that went viral. And then I made some speeches at protests, which also went even more viral, which led to my arrest in 2020. Quite a high, a high profile case in the UK. I had a £10,000 fine hanging over my head for almost nine months. I was basically not able to go out of my house and go anywhere near um, a megaphone or a microphone or a protest without being accosted by the police. Uh, long story short, I took it all the way. We won in court. We set precedent in the UK, the first people to um, plead not guilty under the uh, the Corona regulations, and we won. So that's what um, that's sort of what got me to where we are now. Um, but since then, we don't just talk about, we don't just complain about the problem. We try to also provide like an entertainment show on a Friday night, while keeping these deep, multi-layered subjects as um, sort of like a, a benchmark. Mm. Uh, you know. So yeah, that's what that's what Rise Above is all about. I'm still about music. Um, you know, music is still a very big part of what we do. Um, I'm also um, an MC in combat sports, so I do work a little bit in the mainstream as well, which um, which is sort of a fine line, which I dance, you know, because okay. I'm, you know, I appear on live TV and stuff like that. Luckily, the people that book me know what I'm about and, and are sort of on board. 
so I don't get too, um, you know, too many problems. Let me just get rid of some of these things bleeding here in the background. Sure. Yeah. So that, you know, that's the background for me. So we're um, we're providing that space on a Friday night for people that are interested in these subjects to get together, to let loose, and to um, you know, to have some, you know, some entertaining content. But also, every now and then, something pops up. And uh, a deep dive has to take place, and I and, and I guess that's why you know you've got me on the show um, of tonight because of the deep dive that I did into uh, into the Sound of Freedom movie. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, um, <clears throat> we could jump into that too. Um, so uh, obviously, a lot a lot of the a lot of the big stories that were coming up over the past, say four or five years, much longer than that, but obviously Epstein Island and all that stuff and the whole Pizzagate stuff, which Pizzagate has a very blurry area because there's a lot of other stuff that's going on there that may or may not be true. And then, the, yep. the, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I'm sure you're aware of that. Sure. Um, the And I I know Sound of Freedom is kind of coming off the cusp of the Epstein Island thing, but it's not specifically relating to it. It's more or less talking about child trafficking. Now, the big, the big thing about that part, obviously, is that... Uh, at least for me, when I was reading up, I've heard about. I've already, I've already was aware of this movie that was uh, being made. Uh, I just knew that it wasn't getting enough uh, traction. Uh, a lot of big studios, such as Disney, for example, wasn't giving it any um, any life. Um, and then, uh, and then suddenly, Angel Studios had ended up ended up picking it up. I did not do, um, or was aware rather, uh, the actual background of where some of these people were coming from. I know Tim Ballard was uh, was an agent, a, a government agent. I don't know his exact title. Uh, so the stuff that you were talking about in, in that link, I, I'm not sure which, if that was off of the Rise Above uh, website that you sent me, but um, a lot of stuff that you had that you did have mentioned. I know there's a lot of Freemasonry sim symbolism that. Uh, that seems to attach Tim Ballard to what I guess my question is too because I'm already I'm already diving in, in, into all that stuff too so there's there are some bits and pieces of the information and I know it's a lot to unpack well, just just to give it a bit of context basically sure. uh, on the on the Friday night show last week yeah. um, we were doing a show called Tales from the USA one of our one of our team had had, um, had been out there and was coming back he was actually talking about the Amish um, a case study about someone who was badly let down by the state. So we were doing a USA themed show. But because of what I was seeing online about everyone's response to this film, and I'll be honest, I, I the way that I work for better or worse with my work is actually what I call reverse engineered intuition. Mm -hmm. So genuinely, generally, I get a feeling about something and that's what causes me to have a look at it. And then I look where I think I'm gonna find things. And usually lo and behold, I find what I'm looking for, right? So I decided to do a dig into this film and I presented it on the show on Friday night for about an hour in a slideshow. Um, it went down so well that I edited, edited it together and then put it out the very next night. And, it, and I edited it down to about 56 minutes. As soon as I put that on YouTube, it got a strike and got deleted. And it's actually got me a second strike on my channel, which is not good news. Um, so the one that I sent you is what's now been uploaded to BitChute. So it's now available on BitChute, this, this um, sort of like mini expose I've done. Um, but yeah, we, well, we, obviously we're going to go into it, but I'm just going to start by saying every one of my suspicions about this film and the bad feeling that I had about it and the way that it was being G'd up and, and put into every what you know, they're trying to say that this film has been suppressed. Let me just tell you, mm. Disney sold the rights. If Disney didn't want this film to be seen, it wouldn't have sold the rights to this oh. film. 
Okay, so I think, in my opinion, that this is um, a multi, multi-layered style. And, you know, there's stories about how the cinemas were too cold. Um, they were trying to put people off watching the film. Well, from what I'm seeing, it is actually the exact opposite. This film has got so much backing. Um, now, it's, it's, it's absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, where, where should we start? <laughs> what aspects well, the, so- would it attack this from first? Right, so so. First, I, I guess, kind of clear, if we can clear the air on on some of the things that have happened, because I ha- I have seen some very compelling video of where there were fans or people interested in going to see the movie in actual movie theaters, and uh, you know the sound would go out or there'd be a commercial in the middle of it or there'd be no you know the vi- the the movie, uh, the clerks there or whatever they wouldn't. Uh, there would be some excuse that of why they can't get the sound right or why the video is not playing correctly or why there's a fire alarm going off. There's, I mean, there's several, not several, there's, uh, I'll have to share that link with you and, I, and I'll, and I'll share it in, sure. in the uh, comment section of this, um, uh, of the description of this, of this podcast when it goes, when it goes, uh, when it gets uploaded. Uh, but, uh, there, I believe it was, I believe it was YouTube that I was seeing this off of, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I'm not. Um, and, I'm not going to deny that those reports hmm. are around. And hey, I, I wasn't in the so, cinema when that allegedly happened, so I'm not going to say that none of those things have happened. But from my point of view, um, there is a, there is a high potential that these elements could have been written into the story of this film to actually provide the playground for these, um, you know, these micro conspiracies around it to be born. Mm-hmm. Because many of us believe that we're basically witnessing what we're witnessing on the mainstream stage here is some sort of Freemason Luciferian play happening. Many sure. people are coming to this conclusion. You mean the movie or just just I in mean general? In general. Of, I mean everything. Oh, yeah, of course, I mean of course, everything absolutely. that's put out in, in the um in the clown sphere. You know, the, the clown world concept, we use that a lot here at Rise Above. I call it the clown, the um the normosphere, what's put out in in the consensus thought. And I do believe that um, you know, people's energy is harvested on many, many levels. So the, the build-up to this film, yeah, I'm not going to say that, that that was all bullshit or lies, that there weren't disruptions in the cinema. But, hey, if you want to build um, if you want to build something behind this film, then that would be a very good way to do it, to put that element of theatre into the theatres. Excuse the pun. Do you see what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying. So I, with all the information that you were, that you were uncovering, um, and pointing out where uh, Carlos Carlos Slim is a multi-billionaire out of Mexico. Yeah. Let's go uh, to that. Let me just go to the funding sure, section. Sure. So, so everyone's seen the video. That was right? a big eye opener when I when I when when you started seeing that because I I know that name. I've, I've heard that name mentioned in 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 the media, uh, yeah. and I and I know somewhat of the relationship that he has with a lot of not so. <laughs> I mean. He has ties with the World Economic Forum and all that stuff. So yeah, so the the two main backers, well, basically Tim Ballard out of his mouth in in a famous interview that is plastered everywhere. Someone says who funded this film, and he ums and ahs a little bit, but then he says this film is funded by the Slim family. Now, I'm, I hadn't actually really looked into Carlos Slim before. I knew the name. I didn't know anything about the guy apart from billionaire Mexican philanthropist. He's not the only billionaire philanthropist. There's also Jean Paul De Jurier who backed yeah. this film as well. But yeah, so Carlos Slim, let's just um, let's just have a, a little. Um, so Carlos Slim, twenty million dollars to the Clinton Foundation, a hundred million dollars to Bill Gates. Um, Carlos Slim's son, uh, Slim Domit, is the producer of this film. Okay, 
Uh, Slim is linked to the Rothschild, 134 million. Uh, what is it? I'm just reading this here. Rothschild's in for slim pickings. There's a picture here of I'm looking at uh, with uh, Evelyn de Rothschild stuck next to Carlos Slim. This guy is basically the Mexican Jacob Rothschild. Yeah, yeah. OK, so, right. you know, many people that have been looking into this stuff about the human trafficking ring and, you know, global works have already sort of many, in many cases, come to the conclusion that this doesn't start and end with gangs in the third world or the developing world. That's sure. probably the lowest level manifestation of this network. Those are the gophers doing the dirty work. Um, anyone that's really worth their salt that's looked into this knows that you can trace it as high as it goes, right up to the government level, right up to NGOs, right up to your three letter agencies, like the Department of State, like the UN, UNICEF, the Child Protection Services, you know, um, if, if you've done your research into Pizzagate, you know, you know the names that are involved in that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got your Podestas, your Clintons. Well, the same, the, 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 yeah. the funny thing is that the same names, are, it's like a who's who when you start looking into this film. Right. And so um, my question to you is, um, did, did that raise suspicion to you that because, because of the fact, not because of the fact that it's obviously you're against trial traffic child trafficking yes of course yeah i i'm only asking you so that the public knows what your answer is because i know that you've been getting a lot of question i'm kind of glad you asked because a lot of people as soon as i started talking about this they're saying oh so are you are you a for child trafficking are you pro pedophilia i was like anyone that says that to me needs to they need to do their homework i've already lost stations i've already lost channels for talking about pizzagate my, my co-host who's not with me tonight, Andy PG, his name PG comes from his excellent research. He had, did absolutely bespoke research into Pizzagate that no one else had done, all banned off YouTube. Mm -hmm. So we've been talking about this since like 2019. So are you are you just trying to, what you're trying to do, are you trying to add the information that that is, so how do I, how do I word this? So for instance, there's, there's financial backers that are obviously connected with the Clintons who have, who have a, a heinous history and also the w, uh, the World Economic Forum, which is also behind a lot of this, a major part of what's been going on, especially with COVID, uh, with mandates, with, uh, you know, basically world domination, the globalist um, trafficking as well. All of that stuff is linked uh, all together. Everyone's in bed with each other. Yeah, but 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 to scale it down at, at Sound of Freedom, this being a movie and, it, and it's a Hollywood movie, I get it. Hollywood, Hollywood in a sense is also is also a part of all of that. Yes, uh, ridiculousness also. So, are you uh, you're saying that you're that you're also not you're not against child trafficking, but you're trying, but are you trying to draw the big the big pieces that are not being said in the movie? Like it's almost being said silently, but not quite because now now it can be dug now it can be dug out, but. I think what I'm trying to do is provide some context because for me, this stuff is obviously, it's been brought to the forefront by the Pizzagate phenomenon. It's also been brought to the forefront by the Q phenomenon. Okay. Yeah. Now everyone's got different views about that too. I got took in by Q when it first came out. Do you know why? Because it contained good information. When Q first started dropping their drops about the network, about how all this worked, the, the reason that I took note is because I knew that the information was good. And I hadn't, and what, what happened when Q first came out, when I saw those drops, I first said to myself, wow, whoever's put this together knows what they're talking about. Mm. 
Now, I'm also going to say that as this stuff is coming to the forefront and more people are talking about it, it's going to be co-opted and the narrative is going to be controlled as it is with everything. As the machine, the parasite media does with every aspect of these revelations that come to light, they will take control of it, put a ring around it, box it off and then control what comes out and therefore control the the, uh, the the flow of information and the flow of energy around the subject. And for me, in my opinion, that's what this film is, is for. It is to take the whole um, the uproar about the fact that there is a global child trafficking ring and it's a huge billion dollar industry and to actually control the narrative. Because my biggest criticism of the film is that, and this is what I said in my expose right at the start of the stream on Friday, I said, as soon as I heard that this, I, I knew about the film since uh, maybe, well, since it was first being made, I'd heard of this film, but I hadn't really looked into it. But I said, here, I'm going to make some assumptions. I'm going to assume that in this film, the bad guys are trafficking gangs in the developing world. And I'm going to also assume that the good guys work for the US government or ex-US government agents. Now, obviously, those both of those assumptions are completely true. Going further, I also said, I guarantee that this film won't point the finger at three-letter government agencies. <clears throat> it won't point the finger at anyone in the US and it won't point the finger at Hollywood. And of course, it doesn't do any of those things. So what I've also said is that if, if someone watched this film and they didn't have any idea that that kind of stuff goes on in the third world or in developing countries, then they've probably already, they're probably living under a rock. So all of these truthers getting super excited about this being a great revelation. I was like, well, a great revelation to who? People that didn't know that there were ch organized child trafficking gangs? Well, there's, there've been documentaries about this on the BBC. I watched a documentary about three or four years ago where they went to the Philippines and there were people selling children. And it, and it was much more harrowing than this film. So I think that there has been a false narrative painted around it, that this is the first, you know, the first insight into this. Wow, this has never been, this story has never been told before. Yes, it has. This story was told before in Taken with Liam Neeson. The only difference is that the girls were 16 or 17. Right. And it was um, a Saudi sheikh that was taking them away. Do you see what I'm saying? So I of think that it, it has been, you know, it has been painted in a false light. Not to say that if everything happens in the film is true, if Tim Ballard really went and did that and it's a true story, there's nothing to, t I'm not taking anything away from that. But what I'm saying is that this is taking everybody's attention away from potentially a much more um, deep-rooted problem. The and ones who actually, are actually organizing it, sure. Yeah. Correct, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I, I, agree with, I agree with you on that. I, I, the, thing, the thing that I do like and about the movie itself or even about not even so much about the movie itself but the but the fact that the conversation is 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 igniting things now i get that there's going to be a lot of pushback if someone's saying well this movie's this movie's you know potentially out of context because of who's backing the film um it's not mentioning the actual player the, the big players that are that are controlling this which is a billion dollar industry it's probably more than that i i i'm 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 certain that there's there's a line in there well jim uh jim playing tim ballard jim cavazio 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 he plays tim ballard the agent that um uh works with the the program of underground railroad um and i think i'm paraphrasing but i know there's a line in there somewhere along the lines of uh, um, that it's a billion dollar industry. I don't know if he says that in the movie, but I know that there's been interviews where he said this. 
and yeah. I, uh, it's 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 um, it's definitely right up there with the drug cartels and all that stuff. It's, it's right up there with, as a drug uh, as the drug business being a billion dollar industry. Sure. Um, and this thing has been going on for 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 decades, way before you and I were born. Um, I'm sure of it, <laughs> but so, but the fact of the matter that, that that is causing the conversation, I think, is the good part. Now, the narrative that they're trying to change it into, where what I was getting from the show that you did uh, last night, um, it was last night, right? That was a live show that you did last night. No, it was, fr it was Friday. It was Friday. Okay. I, I rebroadcasted it on Saturday night, which was the edited version, which got banned um, gotcha. from YouTube, and then I've put it up on BitChute. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so um, that that segment that I watched, it does sound like that the, that the that the bigger players that I didn't, I had no idea that any of these players were were a part of this yet until I was actually listening to that. And there was some reading that I had to do before too. Um, but when you when you were mentioning these names, I'm like, whoa, I, I know that name, Carlos, because he's been mentioned a few times, very subtly throughout. But if you dig if you dig enough, it, you know you you know who's part of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. Um, <clears throat> And uh, so my question is, is that now if they're trying to change the narrative, why, why, why would it be through, why, why would it be through a movie and why would they allow it for the public to potentially be able to find out who these people are? Well, if you, if you believe like I do, that these people at the highest level are dark occultists, because mm. they are. There is um, there is something called the revelation of method, revelation of the method, and it is in a way it basically means that these guys have to tell you in no uncertain terms in, in one form or another what they're doing, even if it is misinterpreted, uh, misrepresented, because it actually forms a um, a, a kind of um, tacit complicity or a compliance. Mm. Okay, so the fact that you know this movie is out there. It's, I mean, apart from that, it's, it's generating a lot of money. Sure. What is it now? A hundred million dollars this film's on? Mm -hmm. Now, the, uh, there is another aspect to this, and th there's the link to the Mormon Church and the Church of Latter-day Saints, because I'm, I don't know if everybody knows, this is a 100% Mormon production from start to finish. Mm. Tim Ballard is under the, um, under the wing of Elder Ballard, which is he's no relation, by the way, but he's an apostle of the Church of Latter-day Saints. He's actually the great-grandson great of Hiram smith mm. now if anyone has looked into mormonism and the backstory of mormonism these are these guys were 33rd degree freemasons that apparently dug up these scrolls um that uh, is the backstory for this whole religion and i'm gonna say it's a it's a crazy religion right that takes christianity and reappropriates it and makes it and makes it american centric and then takes it back to israel as well um and anyone that's really looked into mormonism and stuff that's going on in salt lake city where it also has the the church of satan to, uh, the, the temple of set and all that you know um that you could do a whole dig just into the mormon church their links with the cartel human trafficking mk ultra uh the illuminists there's a whole rabbit hole to go there down there now apart from that the, the church of latter-day saints and utah itself is heavily involved in um in a lot of fraud utah is known as the fraud capital of the usa okay there's and the the, the latter-day saints church embedded in it has got all these pyramid schemes run by its elders which basically fleece money off the congregation now when operation underground railroad was funded which is the i think it's an ngo that tim ballard started it's in 2020 
Yeah, well, a non a non government organisation, right, um, right? Which was to allegedly go and save children outside of the US's jurisdiction. So once again, you have to put a little pin in that. Operation Underground Railroad only goes after children that are not under the jurisdiction of the United States. So again, it's always pointing the finger overseas. Now, I'm sure you know that the human trafficking industry in America is, is, is huge. Yes, it is. Yeah, there's always there's always these little cells popping up that are that are getting bust, like doctors and all that stuff, lawyers, and then some low level gophers, like you said. You ever heard of a company called Semex? Yes. That you know the the the, the firm that Carlos Slim heavily invested in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also linked with the Clintons heavily. Mm. Well, one of the bits of information I found was um, where is it here? Child trafficking camp discovered in Arizona located on Clinton Foundation's donor Semex property. Basically, these veterans were, were looking, there was a veteran, a veteran advocacy group that, lo that looks after homeless veterans and a lot of them live out in, in, in the bush uh, or out in the desert and they go out and try and help them and find them. And they actually came across this camp that was on Semex property that was clearly not for veterans. It was deserted, but there were kids clothes there, hair dye, dungeons that you could only fit kids in. It, it was a... a basically an abandoned child trafficking camp right and it was on semex property so property linked with this company that is heavily funded by carlos slim has been linked to human trafficking so there, there are there are links here this isn't just like hearsay right um carlos slim also appears in the uh, wikileaks files i've just got the screenshot right here where um he's been who is this anya alfano i guess i don't know who this person is but in this email they're asking Carlos Slim, how does this fit into cartel dynamics? They're basically asking which cartel is Carlos Slim involved with because they don't want to contact the wrong cartel. It's like, you know, if which cartel should we approach? Um, do you know which cartel he's involved with? Oh, I'm not sure. Right. So, you know, in WikiLeaks, he's being linked to cartels. And we, and we all know that the Mexican cartels, the MS-13 gangs, are heavily linked with child abduction, mm -hmm. SRA, satanic ritual abuse. Yeah. They're one of the, they're, I mean, they're one of, if not the only right now that are, that actually are helping that get through the border. That's this why they're all the tunnels are there. That's in the beginning. It wasn't just drugs that, that was funneling through. It was children and families and all that stuff. And we're still having an issue like that right at, right at the Texas Nevada border uh, currently. Um, I don't, uh, there's not a lot of footage coming out of there. There's only independent footage. And a lot of the senators like Ted Cruz are, are, are making, I don't know if they're fully aware of, they have to be fully aware of that there's a trafficking issue, but they're not saying it, which is another problem that we have out here too, is that not, not enough politicians, not even just politicians, not enough uh, people are saying it. The sheriffs aren't saying much about it that, that, are, that are in control down there. So um, yes, from, what, from everything that you're saying, the, the, the big problem that I do have also is that this movie isn't, isn't pointing the finger at the bigger players it's not saying it it, it 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 implies that it's here in the u.s but it's not pointing the finger that this is one of the biggest hubs of uh of child trafficking if um you know from our border especially um sure so with with that information with uh with this stuff being known about um uh his involvement carlos slim's involvement do you think that Jim, uh, and I don't know if he does, if he, 
I don't even know if it's relevant or not relevant to say if he if if he has any. If he, are these people complicit? Is what I'm saying. Is Tim Ballard fully complicit? Is 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 Jim Savizio? I, I have no. I have no idea. I, no, I, I have no idea. I mean, well, your, my, opinion, your opinion. My opinion right. is that at very best, Tim Ballard is probably has been co-opted. Like I, I mean, I, my research, or, is, or, is he, or you think that he's like being told, like he's actually doing a good job, and he thinks he's doing a good job, but well, he's not actually, he's not, he's not actually, uh, uh, you know, he's not able to hunt those who, who who can actually diminish these these actual rings. He's just taking out, you know, it's it's kind of like when a drug lord uh, has has, you know, they get all their drugs from the CIA for that matter, right? But exactly. You can't, you can't knock off the CIA because the CIA is the CIA, right? Yeah, well, you can knock off that drug law and you can knock off pockets of whatever they do. Yeah, I mean, many people have, uh, that have looked into it have postulated that the DEA is in, the, is in bed with one or more of the cartel bosses. And what they actually do when, uh, when these busts take place is they're just taking out the small fries or um, the competition. Of, of the guy, of the guys that they're working with, you know, it's even it's even in Hollywood films you see, you know, CIA bods taking, you know, briefcases of million dollars off the cartel. So that that's already in our consciousness anyway. It's already sort of being admitted in Hollywood films. So sure I, I think that 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 archetype probably plays throughout all of this. When it, coming back to Tim Ballard, right? Mm-hmm. I did a lot of research into him. I read a lot of the reports and the bad reports about Operation Underground Railroad from people that have worked with it, people that have spoken out against Tim Ballard. And I'm not going to lie, there's a lot of stuff online saying that basically this Tim Ballard guy, he's all about his brands because he has many for-profit companies as well, as mm-hmm. well as the non-profit companies. Um, he's about his books. He's, he's, he's writing books about Mormonism called The Covenant. Covenant. He was going on big book tours about that. And it seems that this is a very um, Christian-centric movement. Mm-hmm. So Jim Caviezel played Jesus Christ in The Passion of Christ with Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. So now they've got the guy that literally played Jesus in, you know, and obviously the connotations with Mel Gibson as well, you know. Mel mm-hmm. Gibson, the anti-satanic uh, paedophile guy that works in Hollywood, but he's rubbed shoulders with all the people that are allegedly satanic paedophiles, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's always this, this uh, it's always butting up against each other. You know, is he speaking out or is he one of them? None of us really know. We can only speculate about this kind of stuff, but we can we can look at what what's happened before um, and we can at least draw some some lightly conclusions. Tim Ballard is clearly doing very well out of this. Uh, he has, um, you know, this film is doing very well. He has other films that he's made. He's got I know he's got um, lots of his past productions that are ready to be released that he wants to make serials out of and stuff like that. So, you know, he is a media person. He might be uh, ex, you know, uh, department, uh, Homeland, uh, what is it? I think it's Homeland Security, DHS. Ho- Department of Homeland Security, yeah. yeah. So, wow. he, you know, he is who he says he is. But uh, me personally, I don't trust those three-letter agencies to look after us. I don't know about you. Sure. No, not at all. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I can't say, but I can't, but the, the, the thing about that too, I can't write everybody off either. Like, no, I, I think there are some people that genuinely want and have and tried and, and continue to do a job that they think that they're, that they think that they're doing the right thing. Tim, and absolutely. Are, you know, and, and there's, and there's, there's a lot of agents that, that have come out of those, that the, those alphabet uh, agencies that, that have, you know, have come forward and, and exposed some things. They're not they're very uh, they're not very exposed. They're you know depending on on which way that they swing towards the establishment. If if, if they want it to be released or if they not don't want it to be released or if they suddenly die from a heart attack or whatever the hell it is. 
Um, I, I, the thing uh, about this gentleman, Tim Ballard, um, if he doesn't, if he if he has a track record, because because it, it sounds like also that uh, that the operation actually is indirectly involved, where where like the discovery of these of these child rings are, are discovered, and they're there to kind of uh, or he's there to kind of uh, almost promote it as there as, as as part of a brand that he's there to discover these child rings. Yeah, there are also not, the accusations that he actually piggybacks off other people's operations as sure. well. There are many of these reports that I, what actually happens is there might be some government agents in Colombia that are going to bust a ring. And what Tim Ballard does is he turns up with a group of extra muscle and contractors, private contractors and the film crew and the, you know, and to give it exposure. And that was a lot of the criticism that I've read by people that have worked with him. They exactly. were, he, he was much more concerned with what was being caught on camera rather than potentially the welfare of the children that were being used as bait in the sting. Right. Is that possibly because of a jurisdiction issue? Because he's out in a different country. Is that possible? Poten yeah, pen potentially. Yeah, uh, that, he's, that he's more or less there for support to make sure that it's being done. Because because I, I, ha I have listened to a interview and I think it was him. And uh, there's another gentleman, too. And I'm forgetting I'm forgetting his name because it's a different He's mentioned operate Operation it, uh, Railroad, but it's is another. It Paul Hutchinson, I think so. Yes. Yeah, Paul and, Hutchinson is 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 one is the um, another main guy that's to do with this, right? Um, oh. And Paul and, and you know this Freemason link that people are talking about. I can absolutely mm. confirm that Paul Hutchinson is Knights Templar. It says it on his website. Does he really? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. On Paul Hutchinson's own website, he was mounted. He was mounted. He was knighted. He was knighted um, by the Templars in wow. 2016 and he's proud of it he, he's got a whole list of his accolades cia fbi knights templar he's got links with make a wish foundation um yeah. which are you know the, and pff, here's the other thing if you go onto angel studios website and it tells you all about underground operation railroad and what tim ballard does and then it says here is how we can fight human trafficking and it's got a whole page with information about global human trafficking um, and there's some helplines and at the bottom it says all of this information is taken from the Polaris project have you heard of the Polaris project I heard it through through your right through now the, the Polaris, Polaris project is 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 backed by the Clinton Foundation yeah and it run and, and, it, and it works also with um, many other international anti-trafficking organizations the problem is that it all runs on something called um, Palantir technology. Mm -hmm. Pal Palantir is like the uh, global AI super mainframe that's run by Peter Thiel. This is the same infrastructure that's Fourth Industrial Revolution, Soviet Union, World Economic Forum. And just to add, we missed this earlier. Troll farming, all that yeah, stuff. All of it. Carlos Slim's son is a chairman not just at the World Economic Forum, he's also a chairman for BlackRock. So that's Marco Antonio Slim. Who was that? I'm sorry, who was that again? This is Carlos Slim's son, the producer oh, of the awesome. film. So Carlos Slim's son, uh, Marco Antonio Slim Domit, he actually produced the film and he's chairman of the board of BlackRock and World Economic Forum. Mm. So for me, that's a massive red light. Yeah, that is. Yeah. That is, when you, when, when I, when you had said that in, uh, in your Friday show, uh, listening to that, I was like, I, 
I was immediately starting to get frustrated because not with you, not with you guys talking about this, but the fact of the matter is that there's, there's this is a big message. Obviously, there's you know child trafficking is, is a is a huge issue. Um, I'm, I'm very that's a very big understatement. But the fact of the matter is that these people, this individual is uh, part of a BlackRock, which is one of two of the largest shareholders shareholders globally that with you know, Vanguard. Control, yeah. yeah, with Vanguard, control, control uh, what is it, ninety percent of the world's wealth, or some, somewhere along the lines there. Um, and it controls media, it controls all of the, all of these things, which is which is all tied tied in together. So, um, uh, yeah, the, the the frustration of knowing that part um was definitely a big it's definitely a big red flag because why you know here we have a, a a huge issue that that's global in itself and then you have these people that are controlling the narrative of it i mean i, I i'm glad that i'm glad that that the conversation is is able to uh, you know keep continuing amongst people but um you know where where, where exactly does this does this actually go and how and how do we get the big names out there that that are in control of these things that's 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 my bigger question that's i mean obviously you know doing shows that you're doing having this conversation alone i think i think is is uh helping towards that uh information war but um i think for me tim it's it's about keeping the conversation going and keeping the dig going rather than just saying why this film's come out something's being done now sure. we can all sit back and wait for the good guys to sort this out because i don't know where you are on the whole q thing right but like i said i think that a lot of the information that it put out was good but where the q thing went wrong and where it certainly did turn into a psyop for me was where it said trust the plan the white hats are coming because as far as i'm concerned i i'm, I'm a big no to external saviors in my world in, in my in my opinion no one is coming to save us this is something that we have to do ourselves and this is internal work that we all have to do no film is going to save us nothing um uh sponsored by the world economic forum and carlos slim is ever going to give us the full picture it might keep the conversation going but we have to make sure that it doesn't encapsulate the conversation and control it uh and that and and to be honest that this film in a way is already doing it because if you start to question this film i've been called a pedophile I've been called, um, you know, uh, you know, a cult, a, a, a dark occultist, um, a pro-trafficking person because I'm daring to question the motives behind this film. Uh, now, for me, that's gatekeeping. I, I think I, for me, that that's what this film is really about. It's about gatekeeping. So we'll put a big, a big shiny Hollywood production at the gates of um, of the conversation towards uh, global child trafficking. And, and here, here, here is the playground that you can play on when you talk about this coming through the door of sounds of freedom. Well, I, I want to kick that door down because we don't we don't we, we, we can we can talk about it in our own terms without being controlled by by this narrative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I 100 percent agree with you on that. And I think it's very important that no matter no matter. Even if even if this sort of thing is plucking on the emotional strings of, of people's hearts and minds or whatever, and and what you said in the beginning also is true and i think you also said it in in your show too is that if you're not aware of, of child trafficking then where the hell have you been you know uh this whole time especially before i mean and i'm talking about before covid before 9 11. um no matter how old you are these, th these things have been going on for decades and decades this is this should have been a conversation ongoing and and but that's neither here nor there the, the, the fact of this is that um if uh 
if, if, a, if a film like this is going to start plucking, you know, heartstrings on people and stuff like that, which it should in hindsight, but um, if the intent behind it and the validity behind it is being controlled via a narrative and, and, and giving just enough, for instance, just giving enough information to say like, yeah, this thing does exist, but, you know, don't look over here because we're, you know, we're, we're, we're doing all this over here. But exactly. Stay, stay in this row. Stay right here. Yep. Keep, keep taking out the, the small gophers and all that shit. Uh, I, I, I think I think many people know if they haven't if they don't know yet is that you know Clintons are very much involved with a lot of that with with a lot of that stuff especially uh, with they're very heavily involved in the in the World Economic Forum BlackRock and Vanguard are involved with each other they're just do the just the two biggest shareholders the two sides of the same coin um, all of that trickling down when you got the Freemasonry that really dark occultist shit I mean I know that it would lose a lot of people because it's just it's 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 a lot to unpack and it's a lot to take in. But, but but if we're going to get anywhere with any of this, first of all, the conversation has to has to keep progressing up, uh, on it. Secondly, you have to start accepting what the truth actually is behind it all. Um, Here's what I think is very interesting. The conversations around this film, um, there, there, there's criticism about the film because people are saying that the people like Tim Ballard and people around the film are leaning toward, towards right-wing right conspiracy theories, i.e. QAnon, right? Now, here's where it gets interesting. Tim Ballard has basically come out and said, no, this is nothing to do with those theories. But the problem is, I've got a Q job right in front of me here where Q is actually talking about Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad. It's, it's drop number 152. Let me just read it out. This is far from a vigilante group. Leading the team is ex-Department of Homeland Security Special Agent Tim Ballard, perhaps America's foremost hunting uh, human trafficking expert. So Q was literally saying that Tim Ballard is possibly the world's number one expert in this. OK, mm -hmm. um, with so many children displaced or orphaned during the recent earthquakes and hurricane. They're talking about Haiti here. Um, recruiters move quickly to sweep up these children and the worst part of it is the many cases the clients are the foreigners who have come here to help the NGO workers and the so-called humanitarians pure evil the hunters are being hunted now so we've got Tim Ballard saying no we're not to do with any of this the criticism of the film is oh this Q this film is inspired by QAnon and by Pizzagate now, I've already told you that Angel Studios are pointing everybody towards the Polaris projects if they want to know more about human trafficking, right? Mm. Well, on the Polaris project, on their website, where is it? I've got it right here. There's a whole report into countering the QAnon conspiracy theory. Understanding the role of human trafficking in the, in the disinformation extremist nexus. So we've got this circular web of bullshit here. Mm. We've got a film that is being, or a person and an organization which is directly being named by the QAnon drops as being the foremost child trafficking expert in the world. He is denying anything to do with Q. Tim Ballard is denying. Tim, ba Tim Ballard is. Angel Studios is pointing towards the Polaris project, which is saying that QAnon is dangerous disinformation extremist stuff. This doesn't make any sense. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, th I think this is, um, it's almost like deliberate sophistry. And we saw this throughout the whole COVID um, shenanigans. I'm just going to give you an example. At the start of the COVID stuff, 
if you said that that virus came from a lab leak in Wuhan, that was the that was the most stupid conspiracy theory ever. You uh, people got taken down from the internet for saying that. They lost channels. They lost stations. As soon as the narrative started to fall apart, the lab leak actually started to be pushed by the mainstream media. Now, you can go and read some pretty convincing stuff in the mainstream media that says the lab leak is really where it came from. So I said, now this is like the official conspiracy theory. This is now the, the um, it's been designated as the OK uh, second option, f- apart from the wet market. Yeah. Or the bat yeah. soup, which is yeah, no, absolutely ludicrous. So I think in a way, if we can take... Uh, you know, Pizzagate and QAnon is step one. Well, is this step two? Is this the is this the okay official way to look at it? Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Has that has the the hardcore information from that right wing conspiracy theory been extracted and then reappropriated for the masses mm. in the context of this film? Right, because the topic of Epstein Island was getting too hot. Absolutely. In my, in my opinion, I think it was getting too hot. People, first, first of all, the 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 list hasn't even gone completely public. As far as far as far as uh, as far as getting named and, and, and references of where that has gone on that flight list, it has not gone completely public. Like the Fox News isn't talking about it, CNN's not talking about it, the BBC's not talking about it, no one's talking about it. I wonder uh, if Jim Caviezel's on that list. He's a Hollywood bod. Boy, what if Mel Gibson's on that list? You know, Jim uh, Caviezel has got the same handler as um, as. As Kanye West, um, what's the guy's name? Patanek, that weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Jim Caviezel is is. is I didn't is, know that. I didn't know that was his handler though. Uh, link, linked heavily with the guy. So all I'm saying about Jim Caviezel, I don't know, but he is he is just as much Hollywood as any of those other people that we're already super skeptical of. Mm. But from the Christian rights point of view, Jim Caviezel is Jesus. That'd be super disappointing. Just so because of just because of like his out his very outspoken speeches, that would be super disappointing. To, to to it would be super disappointing. But from the from the point of view of a darker cultist, wouldn't that be the ultimate mockery of, yeah. of the normies? Sure. The ultimate mockery of the normies is we take Jim Caviezel, who literally played Jesus Christ. He's a wholesome guy, right? Mm. Well, sorry guys, it turns out he went to Epstein Island too. I, I I don't know. I haven't seen it. Who knows if those lists we've seen are even real? Right. We, we know it's all speculation, and we're, spe- and, and we're speculating on whether or not he's a part of that too. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to start. I, I, I said I don't know. I, I don't right, know the right, list, right, but right. but I, I've I seen mean, much. I've seen much lower level Hollywood people on that list than sure. Jim Caviezel. Sure. Well, I mean, I even heard Iron Man's on that list too, which is super, which was like, I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not. I we haven't seen we haven't seen the Clintons for sure. Uh, that has come. That has come out where Bo, Bill Clinton has been there twenty six times. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to deny that Bill Clinton was there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's, <laughs> that's a pretty. A given. <laughs> that's a given right there for sure. Uh, Bill Gates also is attached to it, but but there are there are a lot of names that are attached to it. I, I the thing is like I, I I I appreciate when people do their research and all that stuff, but it but it but it if. If the dots cannot be connected, I, I try not to speak on it. I don't. I don't really like going into too far speculation because I don't like dragging people's names to the mud if it's if it doesn't if it doesn't need to be. But I know what you were saying as far as like what if, and there I are mean, a lot of what ifs. Because from what a lot I know of Hollywood, about the Hollywood cult, I I I would yeah, I would be sure. I would be seriously I would be seriously surprised if anybody gets to Jim Caviezel's level without having um without having some sort of initiation. Mm-hmm. As far as I the way that I understand the way that 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 Crowley and entertainment cult works. 
to get on the screen at that level. I mean, I, I just have a, a complete distrust of anybody on that screen. That's the sure. way that I work, you know, and I'm not going to lie, rise above. We do pos possibly carve ourselves in a slightly more out there and extreme corner than a lot of other truthers who, um, you know, we're not afraid. We're not afraid to say what we what we think. Um, sure. but, Which is a, no, that's a good approach. I, I, I'm. I, I totally agree with you. Hollywood definitely has def, Hollywood is definitely part of the parasitic problem that that as far as politics goes, as far as far as uh, uh, the dark occult, the deep state, all of that stuff. Hollywood is that and Hollywood's probably the biggest culprit. Media itself is the biggest culprit to keep this stuff either suppressed or they just give you it or they just give other people enough so that they don't start looking over here. You know what I mean? Actually, so, I've just got a photo. I got this earlier on. There's a photo of Jim sure. Caviezel and he's wearing a necklace which has the Baphomet symbol from Crowley on it. I've got a picture of it right here. I'll send it to you. I, go ahead. I, I, you can send it. I, I think I may have seen that photo before. Um, now, I'm not one of those people that will write someone off because there's a picture of them doing that. Okay? Right, right. I'm aware that when you go for a photo shoot, because I've worked in the media as well, photographers know what they like and they'll sure. say, no, do this. I've done that in a photo before, but obviously I was taking the piss. So right. I'm not one of those people that jumps to conclusions because there's a photo of someone doing that. They're a dark occultist. But, mm. you know, I think everything needs to be taken into account. Um, you know, these people are stars. They're elites. Mm. Elites. Everybody on that screen is a star. And and yeah, the proof is in the Putin. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a lot of symbolism behind all that too. That's that, and that's another. That's a that's a whole other thing to unpack. Uh, going into that, have you ever watched the arrivals? Not not the not the alien movie. The arrivals. It was from. Uh, oh man, I can't remember. I can't remember the YouTuber, but um, I do believe that it's still up there. Um, the arrivals would go into all of the occult symbolism, and it had chapters. I had like. 52 I think 52 I've heard parts. of it but I haven't seen it um uh, and it went into everything as far as it went into a lot of Disney he talked about he talked about Disney a lot and uh movies Hollywood all of that stuff all of the occult stuff and it basically how it how it would start I think it how it would start um it would take all the spiritual religious aspect of the dark arts and uh how that was incorporated into um drawing drawing pictures like drawing sexual picture uh drawing sexual images that would form into cartoon characters and that's how that's oh you mean like the phallic symbols that are hidden yes. within the disney characters like yes, Mi yep. Minnie mouse's show yeah 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 i've yep, seen yep, all yep, of that yep, yes yep, yep. and Absolutely. all of that and all of that is actually subconsciously call uh starting like you know basically it's targeting children which, sure. which is what he was getting at uh but it but it starts to sexualize subconsciously which is it was just blew my mind when i when i saw that but um, I'm trying to see if I can, because I'll link that to you if I can find it. I don't even know if that's still on YouTube. It's probably, uh, um, Noriega. That's that's who he was. N O R E A G A A A. Um, and it's called The Arrivals. Yeah, it's right there. Is it still no. available? It is still available. I'm very surprised that it's still available. It looks like it is. Um, I'm gonna actually forward that to you. And I'll, yeah, and yeah, I'll check that out. For and sure. and when, you know, when we, whenever we uh, wrap this up, you can you can take a look at it. You're gonna, it's gonna do a deep dive on you though. Um, if you got time over the next weekend or something like that, 
take a few take a few of the videos. But yeah, so all of his stuff goes into like all of the dark occult stuff, um, the spiritual aspect, and it, it's crazy of of what how deep that all of this stuff goes from Hollywood, from media, from uh, it, it, it's actually really sickening of how of how far that actually goes. I'm not surprised by any of it by by any stretch of the imagination, but um, some information that does pop in where I'm like. You know, it, it kind of makes me think like, uh, you know, is this is this a way to try and discredit and all this information is getting pushed out? But then when you start picking, picking back uh, some of the elements of it, like Carlos Slim, which it does state he's, he's, he's an actual financial backer and then his son. And then uh, when I was uh, with his uh, associate, uh, I'm sorry, uh, chairman of BlackRock and that that and then the association with the, with the World Economic Forum, these are all evil uh, entities, uh, uh, corporations, or companies that are very well helping on on rearranging and terraforming the political structure, the social structure, and uh, financial structure, the military power structure, all of that. Global. They're they're they're, they're the face of they're the face of the farmer class. That's what I call it. I, I believe I believe in one way or another. This is a farm, or some sort of human arrow, and we are being farmed. Mm. And the World Economic Forum and everything that Schwab is talking about and, you know, and these entities are, in my opinion, what this is all about is moving to factory farming humans. Mm. It's about it's about it's about squeezing the production into a smaller space. Um, and, and we and we can clearly see that in all of the Agenda 2030 stuff, everything that was trying to be brought in under COVID, everything that the World Economic Forum is talking about in the fourth industrial revolution is about putting us into a smaller box where our energy can be extracted much, much easier. And we've actually got less movement, less freedom. The, the, it's the difference between um, free range cattle and factory farming and you know we all know what factory farming is where the cow is literally in a cage it can't move it's hooked up to the tubes and they're just pumping it you know right. um and i believe that those entities are literally the 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 face of the farmer class but let me just add it's not just carlos slim there's one other there's one other philanthropic billionaire yeah. backing them and it's called he's called john paul de Juria. now this yeah. guy is allegedly a self-made billionaire he started off homeless allegedly mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just looking here um, on his page. He's talking about um, his massive pledge to Warren Buffett and Bill Gates. So again, this guy's giving millions of dollars to people like Bill Gates. He support, he's, he's funding the film too. Um, interesting connection. Jean-Paul de Juria, a co-founder of Paul Mitchell Hair Products, helped fund Sound of Freedom. Paul Mitchell is a top sponsor of, ba of the Baby to Baby organization, along with Disney and many others. The Baby to Baby Gala, has honoured Kim Kardashian and Chrissy Teigen, so we, you know, we've got some like more Pizzagate-esque connections there as well. Mm -hmm. um, and the links to things like Disney don't stop there. The network that the Angel Studios and Operation Underground Railroad points towards with this Polaris project is a huge network, which is international, and I call it the military-industrial um, human trafficking network. Mm. Now. Why the military and because it's linked heavily with big data and the military industrial complex. In my opinion, these these entities, once you go all the way to the top, it's one thing. It's one unanimous um, entity that, that trickles down through. Big data, world governments, the military industrial complex uh, and Palantir technology is basically what's holding it all together. Now, Palantir. 
Palantir Technology? Palantir Technology. Okay. This is the AI that is basically, um, I think the one, that's, the, the one that's running the global economy for BlackRock is called Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And Palantir is another one. And this is actually, this is actually amalgamating all of the information about uh, child trafficking and human trafficking in the world, putting it together. And it, it's the network which is running this whole operation. Hmm. Palantir technology. Why would they, why would that, why would child trafficking be significant to artificial intelligence? Well, artificial intelligence is being used to collate all the information globally for it. Sure. So, um, have you heard of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children? Yes. Okay, that was set up pretty much by John Walsh uh, and what happened to John Walsh, America's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, t- I spoke about yeah. this um, on Friday. My auntie and uncle moved that to Florida, to Fort Lauderdale in the 70s. Um, and they actually were, became friends with the Walshes before what happened to their son, which made them famous. And, you know, you guys in America, you know the story about Adam Walsh, right? Well, I grew up with that story. Every time my mum lost me, it's like, get back here or you'll you see what happened to Adam. You know, because they were my friends of my family. OK, so I grew up with this story about what happened to Adam Walsh. Now, so the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children was 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 fun, was formed, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's linked to the Amber Ready Alert system. It's also linked to um, Lockheed Martin, which is the military industrial complex, Palantir Technology. These these have these have been developed next to each other that utilize as an alert system like is that is that Amber you... ready alert system is that was formed in 2009 right um, no I'm, I, what i what i'm asking is is, is um though both those organize well the amber alert and the uh national organization of missing children that's both linked into pellet palantir palantir is the technology palantir. that holds it all together gotcha okay it's, it's gotcha. imagine the information exchange network so when a kid goes missing um, Amber Alert System is, is what fires off the um, the information for the for the children to the 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 law the the, the local the law enforcement. Mm. Palantir Technology is is the infrastructure behind it. So mm. 2009, the Amber Ready Alert System was created. Uh, guess who? Uh, guess which marketing firm is behind that? Podesta, John Podesta's marketing firm. Okay, and it was actually Ed Rothschild that works for John Podesta's marketing firm. Um, that, that this is how I found out about it. there's a blurb from someone called Ed Rothschild. Now, uh, Palantir technology was introduced in 2010, one year after the Amber, um, Amber Ready Alert system was created in 2009. There's also an international version of the National Center for Missing Children, uh, which is run by the Clintons and Tony Blair. Now, Tony Blair, the ex prime minister of the UK, literally, mm. we, we see him as the devil you know murder of millions in iraq okay so anything that's got tony blair's name next to it is a big red flag as well now since this happened to adam uh, to adam walsh in the 80s and john walsh formed this national center for missing and exploited children the adam walsh act in 2006 was signed by george bush 2009 clinton partnered with polaris which is the it's sort of like an anti-human trafficking ngo um it created a national child registry because what many people don't know is in the US before this thing happened with John Walsh, if a child went missing, there was no way for the different states to talk to each other. There was no network for missing children. If your car got stolen in the US in one state, they could talk to another state and find a missing car, but they couldn't find a missing child. So this whole thing that happened with John Walsh and his son caused the start of this network. So we've got the Amber Alert system, which is run by John Podesta's marketing firm. 
We've got the National Hotline for Missing Children, which is run by the Clinton Foundation. The National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children, one of the business analysts is also a Podesta, Brian Podesta. And we've got John Walsh at the National Centre for Missing and Exploited Children. In the nine years that this, this network was formed, right, by their own admission, the, the child exploitation industry went from $30 billion annual worth to $150 billion. That's a 500% increase in nine years. Mm. Now, you could argue that the formation of this network actually increased the ability to report on it. Or you could argue that since this network has been created, that the trade has actually blossomed. Apart from that, it's also in the US started incentivizing um, adoption and rehoming of exploited children. Now, the C what it means is now the CPS has access to Palantir, which is the AI system of all of the information of national, uh, nationally and internationally of exploited and missing children. So it means that the, the network is absolutely um, concrete. Mm -hmm. And since that network has been concrete, it hasn't made the problem better. It's made it five, uh, five times worse by their own admission. Meaning that child child. Child 30 billion to 150 worse. billion yeah it's, it's got five times worse right so take from that what you will oh, is is it that the fact that they've uncovered five times more human trafficking than before and haven't done anything about it or has it literally become five times worse or have they actually become child trafficking has have have they managed to um streamline child trafficking have they created a global child trafficking network yes. that's running on palantir Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, and that, and, the, and this is an organ, organization that was, that was developed by a man whose son was, lost, whose son was kidnapped. I, I was, I think he was and, kidnapped, right? And, and murdered. murdered. And they found, they only found his head floating in the canal. On his head. That's right. Now the other side to this, which is, um, really quite dark is that, like I said, I, I know John Walsh. I haven't seen him for 15 years. Mm -hmm. I haven't been to America for a long, I haven't been to America since I was 15. Um, and he, he come over there, over here after that. But I know his children. I, I know, I know Megan. Um, and I know Callahan. And last year I came across a podcast with Megan Walsh in it, where she was basically talking about her father because she'd been wa working alongside him mm. and, and her brother Callahan. And she basically started speaking out against her father and against this, this network that goes into Google, Disney, Fox News, all that, all throughout the American media infrastructure. And she basically started accusing her father of covering up high level elite rings of, of uh, child trafficking and going for the small fries for the TV shows. Kind of what I'm insinuating Tim Ballard might be doing. Um, anyone can go and Google Megan Walsh right now. She's got hours and hours and hours of testimony online. And by the way, since this has happened, she's had all of her, she's got four kids. John has had all of them taken away from her. She's told me this personally. I've been on the phone to her last year. Um, I'd already heard from my family that she'd, she'd gone crazy. She'd lost mm. the plot. She was, um, you know, uh, she was, wasn't looking after her kids properly. And then I spoke to her on the phone and th this girl knows everything. She knows, she's fully versed in everything that we, we, we've been looking into. Apart from that, she's been right up there next to it. And um, yeah, big shout out to Megan. Um, I haven't, unfortunately, she's gone quiet since May. I hope she's okay because mm -hmm. she hasn't responded to any messages on Facebook um, and she hasn't made any posts since late May. So 
yeah, I hope she's okay because she she told me that she was fearing for her life last time I spoke to her. You said that was last May that you last spoke to her. Well, uh, the last time I spoke to her was actually the ninth of now the twentieth of September last year. And but I checked since the Friday night. I messaged her and I said, Megan, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to talk about what you told me on Friday night show. I've had no reply, and I've checked the last time she posted was in May. So I hope she's okay. Jesus Christ. So and she and she's come out and said that through America's Most Wanted America's and the work that and the work that John John Walsh is doing, that she noticed that he was, um, I think, in her own words, turning a blind eye to things that they'd seen. She told me she'd been to Hollywood parties and things had turned weird and she'd had to leave, like, you know, the, the kind of weird that um, Pizzagate weird. Right, right. Yeah, she told me that things had happened and she said, you know, um, these things that people have been learning about through Q and stuff like that, she said, I know it's real because I've I've, I've almost I almost had personal first-hand experience of it. Hmm. So... That shit is a dirty game. It just... It, yeah. I don't... And I remember growing up watching that that show. I, I mean, at least probably around like my, maybe my teenage years or something like that. And all he did was like try to uncover criminal activity, uh, kidnappings, and all that stuff. And then they hear this almost. Uh, and his daughter. I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing for him to be accused, but but his, his actual daughter saying that. And then did did her brother also come out? Like, where's no, he? no, no. Her brother is little John Walsh. She's now completely ostracized from her whole family. She is that she has gone crazy. Um, but her brother is 100% on board with her dad. And he's there working with him, um, going to meetings with Disney, Google, Fox News, etc. Wow. And she's yeah. the only one that's been uh, speaking out against it. So something, yeah, and, something, and, something must have occurred to her. And she's been painted also. as a, she's been painted as a crazy. Uh, the CPS on John's command, with no sure. court orders, have taken away four of her kids as well. And was that recently? Like, was that this, recently? I, I, I believe this started happening in 2021. She started right. speaking out. It might, it may have been late 2020, but it, it was. Um, I started to hear from my auntie that she'd lost the plot. She'd gone crazy, and the child protection services were involved. I guess the back end of 2020. So it's probably around then. When you say lost the plot, like. Um, no, mentally ill. Oh, okay, gotcha. That. Sorry, that's a, that's a very English colloquial. Ah, gotcha. Ment mentally ill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lost the plot. All right. Um, wow, that's yeah. When 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 I was watching uh, your your show uh, today, because I you know I got the pre-record, but um, I was blown away by that information. I, I first of all, I didn't even expect you to even mention John Walsh, and then when you when you went into that, and then you mentioned his daughter and all that stuff, and hearing it again from you it's like it's 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 very mind-blowing and how deep a lot of this stuff is actually really like really goes i mean it's like kind of right in our faces my the thing about this though is like he lost his son to uh, to similar circumstances and now um now, and now uh, he's let actually me, let me be very clear here I, I i'm not accusing john walsh of anything sure, I, sure. i'm paraphrasing what megan has told me now, I don't know, obviously, though John and Ravey are, are basically American A-listers now. They're worth millions and millions of dollars. Right. So I don't know if he, out of his personal tragedy, has tried to do good. He's been caught up in the media hype and now he's just being puppeted. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if Megan was seeing things that he hasn't seen. Mm -hmm. But all I know is that for me hearing that this girl's gone completely crazy and I had a, a few hour conversation with her, I can confirm she is not crazy. Mm -hmm. 
She is very switched on. Um, she's completely coherent. Everything she said to me made perfect sense. Because I'm not going to lie. When I first started to learn about the way that this world works and, um, you know, when Epstein happened, I already knew about Jeffrey Epstein before 2019. As soon as he was arrested, I said to all my friends, that guy won't make the weekend. He's going to or something. And lo and behold, it happened. So everyone started listening to me. So I knew about all this. And then I thought back to my childhood about the whole John Walsh thing, because this was always impr imprinted into my psyche as a kid. Like I said, when I used to go out as a little kid with my mum and dad, don't go off. Don't stay right next to us when you go, mm -hmm. when we go to the shopping mall, when we go here. You remember what happened to Adam Walsh? This was literally what my mum used to say to me. You know, most people in America, in, in England, sorry, have never heard of John Walsh or, or America's Most Wanted. But it, this was always imprinted into me as a kid. So when I first started to learn about Pizzagate in Epstein Island, I, 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 I had this thing twitching my head. I go, wow, wait a minute. John Walsh, the firm, the, the guy that's at the forefront of protecting kids in America. I wonder if he's been co-opted. I wonder if something, you know, wrong is going on here. Mm. Um, and then when I got in contact with Megan, um, it sort of blew my mind a little bit. Um, and I had to, I, I'm not going to lie, I mentioned this to my family. It didn't go down well. Mm. They're like, how could you possibly say that? I said, listen, I'm just saying what Megan has said to me. And, and the, you know, my family obviously think I'm a little bit crazy as well. Mm. Um, uh, way before this. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but when I but when I dropped this bomb on them, they're like, oh, no, no, you, you know, you're going too far. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things I just don't bring up anymore, mm. but yeah, if Meg, Megan, if you, if you ever get to listen to this, please get back in contact with me, reply because, um, yeah, I want to, I want to, first of all, know you're still okay. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, Jesus, that's scary. <clears throat> Let's just um, go back a little bit to what I was saying about Palantir sure. a minute ago, because I just found another little bit here. Sure. Do you remember when Ashton Kusher started to talk about this? Yep. Yep. I do. So Ashton Kusher is actually a, a, a he was on the board of the McCain Institute, mm -hmm. a, CEO, a CEO of the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, the same organization, right? Um, started something called Thorn, which was um, a program to track children. That's linked in with Palantir as well. It runs on Palantir. So Aston Kutcher, um, more critical minds such as instigator George Webb explained how Thorn, backed by tech partners Google and Palantir, is to become the new social justice face of clandestine operations that have previously been concealed at the Clinton Foundation. So again, we've got another Hollywood A-lister here being the forefront for another uh, NGO or movement that's supposed to be against child trafficking that is backed by the fourth industrial revolution AI supercomputer linked with Google, going straight back to the NCMEC. So this is why I call this the military industrial human trafficking network, mm. because it seems like since uh, what happened to John Walsh and Adam, and then the formation of these letter agencies, it seems like everything has been automated. And now right. here we are in 2023, Human, well, you know, child trafficking or human trafficking is allegedly, by their own admission, worth what is it now? Probably two hundred, two hundred billion dollars a year now, mm. which, um, which I think actually dwarfs even the airline industry or the aviation industry. Mm. That's like what nine billion dollars a year, ten billion. Yeah, so, I like that. Yeah, this is big business. Human, human farming is big business. Mm. Where do you think that this is evolving to? Like, why? why have them acquire all this data why 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 have them acquire all of the trafficking what 
and, and, and I, it's human farming, but what is, why wouldn't they rather just bury it and keep it quiet and keep it I as subtle as I think that the further that we're going into the metasphere, the fourth mm. industrial revolution, the closer everyone is becoming to the screen that they're constantly holding in front of their eyes, mm-hmm. the more detached everyone is getting from the real world. Mm. Maybe 50 or 100 years ago, these things would have just been done organically go and capture some people take them to a camp but you know as 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 we are slowly being put inside the meta box this infrastructure is being built around us mm. so what it's basically doing is it's providing a, um, a network so that you can identify where a missing exploited or vulnerable child is anywhere because if, if you're the type of person that wants to pick up missing exploited or vulnerable children then well it would certainly make sense to have an ai supercomputer networking and cataloging that across the whole globe just for efficiency that's all it is in my opinion this is just for efficiency just to keep track of what a, what, what child is well, going it's where just, well it, it, it makes it easier to to automate and to control and to and to implement if you were if you were running a human trafficking network it would certainly make it more efficient if it were running off palantir sure right because everything can be tracked absolutely well think about it think about farming on a highest level i always say about about this that the the highest level cattle farmers now many years ago um to check what was going on in the in the stomach of um of the cattle they would cut a hole in the side of a cow you may have seen these pictures it's quite alarming and there were cows in a factory with a big gaping hole in the side and the farmer or the scientist would put on a glove put their hand into the stomach pull out the contents and then look at it under a petri dish and okay so this the the nutrients in this cow's stomach are being utilized this way that was like 20 or 30 years ago now the cow will have a biometric chip inside it monitoring what's going on in its stomach and the and the and the and the person at the top of the pyramid in that factory farm will use an app do you think that you just said something that that sparked a thought in my mind right now uh do you think that this is leading towards chipping everybody of course because uh there because i think I don't. I. I think you may have mentioned it in your show too, but I've also read this prior prior to to your show, which was a weird fucking article. I don't know. He either did say it or didn't say it. I don't have any audio. I've never heard any audio of him saying it. But Tim Ballard had said something along, or is accused of saying something along the lines of, "Every child should get chipped. Should get your child right. chipped." To be fair to Tim Ballard, there's a screenshot that alleges he said that. I saw that. Yeah. I have a video where he completely and utterly denies it. He says, "I am totally I against that. chipping children." And I played both of these. I, I on on my expose, I put everything on the table, both sides of the story. Then I also showed the screenshots of the um the masonic chip program which is run by the freemasons mm-hmm. and it is active in every single state in america and it's called mo chip yep yep according to their own literature it does not involve a microchip chip stands for child identification program chip <laughs> that's what they say yeah. now this is linked that whole mason backed program is linked by their own literature directly to the amber alert system that i mentioned a moment ago which is um, headed up by the Podesta marketing group, John Podesta. Now, what it says is it takes DNA, um, uh, dental records like the bite, the bite profile of a child, and what it does is it collects all that information together and then puts it on a USB stick that they give back to the parents. Allegedly, they say that they say the police don't get it, 
and they say the Freemasons don't get it either, although the Freemasons are collecting all the information. They say they give the chip back to the parents, and then when the kid goes missing, you pull out the USB stick or the chip, you give it to the law enforcement, and they give the information to the Amber Alert system. If you honestly believe that that information is not stored by the people collecting it in the first place, I seriously think that you're missing a trick. Of course, they're going to store the information, whether they give it to the parents or not. So, well, it's just like blood banking. Yeah, you think that you're just giving blood to help to to help you know people during operations or whatever that people that need blood. They're taking their DNA and those genealogy programs too, which is a big psyop. What I I think it was a big psyop to get everyone to 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 forfeit their DNA willingly. Um, there's also Tim. There's also the view, and I and I lean towards this, that what we call the global human trafficking network could actually be an offshoot of, of or it could be a um, what's the word, a symptom of the fact that this is a farm, and and if if all these AI-backed global alliances are just moving towards simply collecting everyone's DNA, profiling everyone, and making sure that everyone in this realm is accounted for that when we talk about people going missing this could actually just be a byproduct of that and it's actually more to do with collecting our dna mm. i i it, and this is going really deep i think they could be looking for something what's going on with the mm. whole covid that was probably linked with this as well i think that we're going through some monumental change in this realm that's to do with our meat suits and our bodies that's probably far beyond what we understand the farmers understand it, um, but we I think we could be uh, potentially being terraformed. It, and when I say terraform, I mean this this body, not the, the ground that we stood on. Mm. I think it, it's it's probably likely to be something much more deep, uh, deeper and sinister than any of us can imagine. Probably something that that's deeply on this on uh, hard to uh, grasp the comprehension of it also, because uh, I, I, I have looked into that, too, where I think it has it does have something to do with our dna and they are searching for something i i, I believe that too i believe that yeah. they've been searching for something for a very long time yeah they now have a have a have a much more sophisticated technological advantage on trying to map that artificial intelligence is certainly going to help them along the way whether yeah. you, wh whether you whether people you know look at artificial intelligence as evil or not i mean I, i'm sure it has its good properties but i know but it's weaponized. It's already been weaponized. It's been it's weaponized online. It's going. It, that's, well, you know that's the for. you know that ancestry and me and and uh, those companies where people were sending off their DNA to find out what their heritage was. Mm -hmm. Have you seen the article that all of that all of that database has been sold to BlackRock? I have not seen that. Yeah. So and uh, there's about I'm not four surprised, or five though. countries. There's about four or five companies. Um, ancestry and me. Um, they, they, you know, there's lots of different firms, you know, 29.99, so here's a swab, sends your DNA. That entire yeah. database got sold, I believe, it actually happened three or four years ago, but it recently Black resurfaced Rock. in a mainstream media article that BlackRock or Vanguard, or both of them, they're the same thing, bought that database for something like 5 billion. Mm. So that DNA database now belongs to BlackRock. Now, when we talk about what's going on with 5G and then they're moving into 6G and they're talking about this stuff like digital twins, and creating um, sort of like um, the, the digital twin idea is that you can create a copy of yourself and then it can do things that you're not doing while you're somewhere else. Well, maybe our DNA has got something to do with that as well. And then you start to talk about cloning and then, then this conversation can spark off in about 20 different avenues. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we could be looking at here 
is not actually not actually primarily what we think it is do you see right. what i'm alluding to here oh yeah oh yeah and, I, and, I, and i'm not looking to lie i don't have the answers to this we are speculating well uh elites uh especially especially people out of the davos group and the bilderberg group have have spoken klaus schwab for instance for an example talks about um immortalization through technology transhumanism yes uh, i'm paraphrasing a, uh, the the the, the complexity of what that means, but transhumanism is an actual, it's a, it's a real thing. You can, you can Google search that anyone, anyone that's listening can Google search that and very wealthy, powerful billionaires, um, idea is to merge man and machine. It's not going to be you and I in the machine necessarily. Uh, if anything, it would be more of a trap, a, 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 an internal cage, but for them, the ideas to map because they've always been trying to understand consciousness and the mapping yep. of the human brain and all that stuff they want to transfer that into a machine because they want to immortalize themselves i know that's <laughs> i know that's a that's 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 a lot to swallow right there but the idea if you look at how technology has 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 leaped uh into the artificial intelligence age they're they're in no time they're going to be able to figure that out if they haven't already yeah um, sure uh, so yeah, I, I think that all ties in with DNA. It's all about copying the genes and trying to formulate whatever they're trying to do. Uh, you know, are you familiar with the concept of IoT, Internet of Things? I've no. Right. Okay. So the the transhumanists, um, if you read their papers, um, they're talking about um, a coming event called the singularity. Yeah. Um, and and this is linked heavily with the Internet of Things. Um, but the Internet of Things, you know, like all these wearables that we're now being pushed to buy. Okay. Yeah. So what they're saying is when we get past 5G and we get to 6 or 7G, 6 or 7 6 or 7G will run on nodes. And each of these devices will be a node which carries the signal, much like the 5G um towers. They actually mm. sort of act as relays for the signal. Well, if you read the most um advanced papers of these futurist projectionists, they say that in the future the network will include like 35 billion nodes and most of them will actually be biometric mm. so what they're saying is that we will be a node too mm -hmm. so that when we have these implanted devices in us which will have to be patched in or made compatible with our dna because our bodies will reject them that we will actually be nodes in that network then you think about that noel harari guy which is um schwab's sort of like evil scientist and he's talking about re removing free will from mm -hmm. people now, when you start to, they, they're openly talking about this. It's not a conspiracy theory, and, and you know, and, and, and it can actually be, you can mirror it by looking at some of the UK government's papers when they're talking about transhumanism and body augmentation. Mm -hmm. So, making everyone a biological node in a 6G network, removing their free will, biometric implants, DNA databases run by AI supercomputers. We're basically moving towards something that's like the Borg supercomputer where we are all part of it. Now, us guys, when we walk around in the street and we see everyone walking around with masks that are, you know, repeating these mantras that they've got from mainstream media, in a way, this has already sort of happened. The whole concept of the NPC, the non-player character, these people that seem to just get their latest download of all their opinions, their talking points, what's a right-wing conspiracy theory, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's very robotic already. And these people don't have biometric implants yet. 
but we can in my opinion we're seeing the precursor or the the run-up to this um and and that's what i think the last two or three years has all been about maybe um maybe there are some of us with something in our dna that makes us completely incompatible to be of that borg mind potentially they could be looking for that maybe that's the secret that they're looking for the 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 humans left that that won't acquiesce to um to the insectoid hive mind right which would be the last resistance towards 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 all of it yeah because the, here's the thing when the injection started happening uh it was kind of counterproductive really for uh, for people to start having uh, sudden adult death syndrome dropping dead having heart attacks or blood clots those were the compliant people that went along with the plan mm-hmm. now all us guys us crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists when all this kicked off in 2020 we sort of assumed that we would be the target surely they'd be coming for us you know you don't we, let's get rid of those guys they won't go along with the plan but we, actually the exact opposite has happened mm-hmm. the people that have been thinned out are the ones that have done everything or being thinned out they've done everything that's been asked of them they've taken all their boosters and their injections they're the they're the people that are slowly being erased if, if you if you believe that that's what is happening us guys we've actually sort of been left alone potentially maybe we're what they're looking for mm. that's something that's been playing on my mind a lot over the last couple of <sighs> years because that would be a very good easy w- way to to um to to find who is a real sentient meat suit who 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 in this realm really is operating on full power and it's not just doing whatever whatever they're told well let's huh. play a game on the whole world let's offer everybody a choice i haven't quite thought about it like that and then then and this is where it starts to get really weird then you could almost start to postulate well if that's true then are bill gates and schwab really the bad guys or are they could they be the face of a plan that is actually doing humanity a favor now that's a story that's an idea that's really like awesome thanos shit (laughs) (laughs) now i don't care i'll I'll entertain these ideas even if people don't like it and it's and it's unpopular i think they need to be entertained um um that's a deep one right there man because like i mean you do because like human lives are whether we whether we I don't want anyone. I don't want anyone to be hurt, harmed, or or, or killed. Even even if they even Me if they neither. have even if they have a lack of knowledge on something, where they just go head in on like, oh yeah, I got to take this vaccine. I got to get. I got to go with the mandate. I got to wear my mask and not breathe while I'm jogging or driving in the car alone. Uh, and I got to take my boosters, my seventh booster, my 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 eighth booster, and then drop dead. I don't want any of that happening. But. Uh, it's it's bizarre that you put it in that perspective because maybe that maybe that is or maybe they're just trying to maybe they're just trying to thin the herd so so the rest of us are going to have a harder time on being resistant because there are things that are coming down the pipeline that's going to that's even going to test your ability to to understand exactly like the ufo thing i think yeah. that's going to be another huge it's already a building sign up in my opinion i sure. don't think I do think that there's that there's something going on in our skies that's been going on for decades, centuries, probably a millennia. I think there's things that are here that we uh, don't completely understand. But I do think that there are people in very powerful places that do understand what's going on and what they are and what it is. They just they 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 they're they're just like child trafficking. What with Sound of Freedom, 
They're just giving you enough information so you're not looking over here. So you so you just pay attention to one hand and not the other. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know, and I, I can't really put my finger on any of that, but I think artificial intelligence has a big deal with that. Um, and I think I think Project Bluebeam, which is a which is a, another uh, psyop machine that they're implementing or have been implementing, and I think the, the whole hologram hologram stuff technology that they have, all of that stuff, I think has something to do with this whole UFO thing, mixed with artificial intelligence, mixed with this DNA farming uh, coupling, and 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 uh, yeah, I mean. Jesus Christ, we're, we're we're definitely in a in quite we're we're living in one of the most interesting times. Sure, but we're we're certainly at the forefront of of much of a spiritual war than more than anything, and I think that's what's what's being uncovered, and I think that's oh, why everything's coming coming to terms. So no, I totally agree. I'm totally on board with that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, hey man, look, I appreciate I really appreciate you coming in. Uh, no, thank you very much. The for time the, for coming thanks on. very much for the invite, mate. Yeah, man, I, I've, I've been following your show. I try to keep I try to keep up with it. You know, I mean, uh, you're a working man just like me, man. So it's like keeping up with all the information uh, is is uh, is a job in its own, you know? Yeah, um, sure. But I do appreciate you coming on here and sharing the sharing your insight on the information that you discovered about child trafficking, sound of freedom, about. Yeah, um, and I'll just add, if, if I've been slightly uh, nonspecific or jumping around with some of the stuff I've said tonight, I urge anyone to um check out the like the work that i put together with all of the links all of the screenshots it's mm -hmm. on BitChute. i'll give you a link maybe you can post it uh, in Absolutely. the description of this podcast because what i don't want anyone to do is to listen to what i've said tonight just on face value and think he's come half cocked you know that that information wasn't completely airtight because trust me if when you see the presentation you know i've jumped in and out of it tonight it's all there and there's probably a lot more to look at it as well so i would urge anyone that's a little bit might be a bit iffy about what i've said tonight to please go and look at the video on youtube it's 56 minutes long and i have evidence and screenshots and you know a good glut of information for everything that i've spoke about tonight i'm not drawing any any uh, concrete conclusions mm. i'm not sticking my sword in the dirt um, on any one of these topics too hard but what I will say is that people need to think a little bit harder about where this film is taking the collective consciousness towards the um, pointing the finger towards who's behind this heinous crime of uh, child trafficking networks because I do think this film is at least a diversion um, and at worst, possibly something a bit more sinister. That's you know that's how I'll, I'll probably end it off for on that subject. To be honest, yeah, I I, I agree with you. I I, I think um, I think bringing the conversation to to the table and, and pointing those things out is is very important. We yeah, have and I'll also I'm also going to hold up my hands and say that if Tim Ballard or or Jim Caviezel do come out and start pointing the finger in the right direction, a little bit closer to home, rather than Africa or Colombia then I will quite happily take that on board and retract some of the assumptions or um, hypotheses that I've come up with. I'm open for that. I'm not, you know, I'm not concrete or set in anything that I've said. I hope that that happens. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, me too. I, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we all want um, the truth to come out. But at Has the same time, we don't want people to be misled and taken down the garden path uh, and, and to be, um, yeah. Real quick too, um, is Mel Gibson also in in production of a of his own uh, documentary on child trafficking? I've heard that. I've heard, heard that he's making right. some some um, yeah some sort of four parter or some series about it. 
But uh, um, right now, I'm looking at a picture of Mel Gibson stood next to Carlos Slim that I found. Mm-hmm. I'm yes. looking at a picture of Mel Gibson next to uh, Peter Nygaard, who is currently in jail for human trafficking and child rape. So I don't trust Mel Gibson either. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know, if he, if what he says is true, he's rubbing shoulders with um, with known human traffickers and child rapists. I've got a picture of him literally rubbing shoulders with them right now. Right. So, again, I, I, when it, when that series could comes it be out, could it could it be guilty by association or guilty by being complicit to the knowledge that they are involved in child trafficking? It could be. I know it's it, it's it's I know. I know it's a, it's a hard, it's not it's like almost like a it's a it's a question that can't that you can't you need the proof obviously. Well, but, it's like I mean, you'd hope. Pictures do say a lot. Pictures do say a lot. I think. Sure. But I don't. I try to be optimistic on 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 some of these things, but but at the same time, yeah. When uh, when all when these you've things. You've been burned so many times. Your optimism sure, starts to fade, sure, Tim. Sure, sure. No, I feel you. I I, I absolutely understand that. Um, Let's see. I mean, if he comes out, if he comes out with a with a documentary that's actually pointing fingers at actual real names and real people and real organizations that are behind it, brilliant, uh, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, good. You know, um, and if people actually start going to jail for it, you know, not just uh, not just uh, you know the whatever ring that they that they have, that they end up busting, and it's like three guys that are trafficking people out over the border or trafficking people off of the off of the coast. Like I want, I mean that's good. Don't get me wrong, and those children should be saved. But also, we got to get some of these big names in there too, and start making statements. A lot of these politicians are heavily involved in it. So sure, absolutely, brother. I appreciate you, man, and you keep doing keep doing the good work, man. Uh, Likewise, I follow, too. I'll be following you. I've been following you. I'm glad that uh, I was able to, to to come across you through JD, and and uh, I think it started out with music. Uh, and then uh, I started seeing your po- your podcast pop up. I see your posts. People come at you. People come in favor with you. Just keep going, man. Uh, I think uh, as long as this information keeps going out and the real names start going out, we have conversations like this. I'll, uh, you know, I'll be more than glad to come on yours, and I'll have yeah, you. On yeah, yeah, we'll time do that. Too, we'll man. get you on Rise Above, and maybe I'll come back on here in, in six months or a year's time, and we'll do and we'll see what how the situation has changed, and we'll have a little catch up. Let's keep this discourse open, mate. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you. So, uh, real quick, how how uh, can people follow you? Okay, on YouTube, Rise Above Live. We broadcast at nine PM GMT every Friday. Our website is riseabove.tv. So that is the hub to get all of our content. Um, Rise Above is always free. We don't charge. We don't um, charge monthly, but we do sell merchandise. We've got a pretty cool range of T-shirts and hoodies, all with our own symbols on. So we're trying to get people to stop wearing the Saturnian Nike tick and stuff like that. Start wearing some Sims that pump out authentic truth. Riseabove.tv. That's how you support us. And yeah, more content to come. All right, brother. I appreciate you, man. Love you, man. Much respect. Thank you very much, Tim. Take care, bro. You too. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. This is a struggle for the survival. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. And this will be our last chance to save. Trying to free your mind. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. At last. No judge in U.S. history 
has ever told somebody what they can and can't say. The whole purpose of the First Amendment is to keep the government the hell out of the business of speech. Many of us have to be brought to break. A lot of us here have a calling. I can only show you the door. To awake another. You're the one that has to walk through it. Something's happening, right? The world is changing every day. Civilization is weird. Time is coming. That's tricky. Can't be stopped.